What's up, my friends? Welcome to another episode of The Hillary Show. You do not know this, but I'm using a cool new app instead of using Zoom to record this. So I'm hoping that the audio quality is higher. So it's exciting to try something new and hopefully... I don't know about you, but as I get uh, closer to 40 than to 20, I find myself not really having a lot of self-confidence when it comes to technology, but still being willing to give it a go. So hopefully this works out. So welcome. Hopefully your audio experience is only improved and you notice no difference. Today, I want to talk to you about something that I'm personally going through. And I really like this podcast, the, the more I think about what I want to be and who I want to be on social media and the stuff that I want to share, because I oftentimes will think like, who am I to be sharing this information or someone else is going to say this a lot better than I will. So I just need to sit down and be quiet and let them have the center stage. I really think about how I want my social media and my presence and the gifts that I give through whatever little lessons I may be learning to the extent that they're helpful to other people. I want it to be something that someday my daughters or my son listen to and that they maybe will get to know me a little bit better, maybe have a little more empathy for me. Um, or for humanity, or for moms who are in their nearly 40s in 2023, whatever it is, like the advice and in moments and and thoughts that I share and the conversations that I have, I really want to give to my kids. And that's not my kids right now. That might be my kids when they're in their 40s or in their 20s. And so hopefully this is a value to you as I share this today. And I give this big preface and kind of this wind up because... A lot of times I want to share something, but I think that maybe it's not a good idea or it's maybe a dumb idea or maybe who am I? Like, that's the really, that's the really negative voice that will come into my mind to think like, who are you to share this information? I was having a mentoring session with my um, director of sales day before yesterday. Maybe it was yesterday. And I started to tell her, I want to teach you how I think about this. And then the voice in my head, it was not her. She didn't give me, gave me no reaction, nothing of the sort, but my own voices started talking. She didn't need to say anything. And immediately I was like, who am I to tell her that she needs to learn how I think about this? And then the other part of my voice was like, okay, hold on. You've been alive for 10 years longer than her. And you've been in business running this business and learning a day-to-day boot camp on how to do this, it's okay for you to think I can teach you something about this. So these are the conversations I have with my head before I come in and do a podcast with you. So if you can relate, um, I encourage you to share anyway, because you, if you help one person, isn't that worth it all? And sometimes the person that we help is ourselves. So here's all of this wind up to say, I really think that suffering is a choice. And here's where I'm grappling with this and here how I am learning from uh, this lesson and this idea myself. And it's this, I believe that pain is part of the human experience because change is something we will all experience. Change will, change is inevitable. Change is impossible to avoid. We all talk about how like we all don't like change, but change is constant and change is always around us. And the reason we don't like change and the reason we try to avoid it almost at any cost, sometimes to our own detriment in limiting our potential and by being normal, and I'm doing air quotes if you're not watching this on on YouTube, we we, we are normal to avoid change because it hurts, because change is very painful. 
not all change is painful. Like when I paint the walls, I change what the room looks like and it's not painful. So I'm not talking about that in that simple sense, but I'm talking about when we go through a presidential election, there's a lot of change that happens. And depending on where you fall politically, I'm not about to get political, so don't worry. It may be something that's painful for you. It may be something that's painful for me. If you have a relative pass away, that's painful. Or you find out that they are sick and that, they're, that they've got a disease, that is very painful. That's a change that hurts. And when we transition to new jobs or if we decide we're no longer, a relationship is no longer serving us with another family member, this hurts real bad. It is very painful. And I think that's why we hate change so much, even though we cannot stop it. And so we spend so much of our energy trying to protect the life that we want to have and the life that we're building to avoid change because we want to avoid pain. But there is a difference between pain and suffering. And suffering for me, there's lots of ways to describe suffering, I'm sure, but suffering for me is being in pain and knowing you can move out of it if you just take a step forward, but you choose not to because you're either scared. I choose not to because we're scared. We want to stay in pain because at least we know how bad it hurts right now. So we stay in the suffering rather than making the next step forward. And I really thought about this. I'll tell you a story about how this has come to me was a few days ago, I made a mistake in my law firm. I'm an immigration lawyer by by trade and slowly transitioning out of that as my like number one professional identity. And I made a mistake and told a client that he could take a photocopy of a document, but in fact, he needed to take the original. And it was like the dumbest mistake ever. And I was so mad at myself and so frustrated. Fortunately, it didn't cause him any harm. He, however, was needing to travel with this document and needed it right away, had to rearrange his flight for the next day. I felt like this big, you know how big I'm talking about, because it was such a dumb mistake and it could have caused so much harm and I inconvenienced someone else. And I just started, I say all the time in my firm, it's okay to make mistakes. And then the second I make one, Like, just go ahead and like, let's publicly beat me up because I feel so dumb and I want everyone to, I want everyone to know how dumb I am because I feel that dumb. And I was very ashamed and I had a two and a half hour drive to go meet this client to hand him the document that he needed the original of. And I thought that whole drive, I thought about what is he going to say to me? He has every right to be very upset with me. He could say like, how could you make this mistake? How could, if it says it right here on this document, how could you have done this? And every time I thought about that, I thought, I really don't have a good answer for it other than I'm really sorry. I made a mistake and I feel very embarrassed. And for two and a half hours, I made myself suffer because it was painful to have this change in recognizing the lesson of, yes, you have made a mistake. Yes, everybody knows it. Yes, it was a dumb mistake. You should know better. You ought to have done better. I don't know, Hill, why you didn't do better but that was painful. Now we're going to move forward. And for two and a half hours, instead of moving forward and just saying, what will be, will be, I'm not going to go live in the future. I'm not going to go torture myself and suffer for the next two and a half hours in fantasizing about whether he's going to be super mad at me or not. Instead, I'm just going to drive in my car 
And one mile at a time, I'm going to get closer to handing him this document. And one mile at a time, I'm going to stay here in this moment, one mile at a time. Oh, my friends, I tried it so hard. I had all the all the stages of grief or whatever, of humiliation, of frustration, of denial, of, oh, I could lie to him. I could blame someone else. I'll blame it on anything but having to just be the one who actually takes the true blame for it because I hate making mistakes. So this was, of course, the gift and, of course, the lesson. But for two and a half hours, I chose to suffer in that drive. Because the pain and the change and the mistake had already happened and the remedy, me driving it to him and fixing this problem, was already underway. But I chose to suffer instead. And I see that happen so much with all of us. We all choose to do this. And I'm not, again, I don't share this. The voice in me, my head is already talking. Okay, friends, I'm just going to go ahead and talk to it. I'm not sharing this because I think I've got it figured out. I'm sharing this because I'm in the thick of figuring it out. And I hope that you'll come along with me because, you know, I dropped that document off with this client and he was absolutely a delight, was so appreciative. Hey, yeah, I I know I asked you about this and you said I could take a copy and then come to find out I really can't. Thank you so much for trying to make this right. We see that you're doing this. Thank you for your apology. We'll see you in a few weeks when we get back. Goodbye. And off they went, hugged me, even complimented my little outfit, which was really sweet. (laughs) Ridiculous I am. Okay. So on my way back, I felt like a million bucks. I had an Adele concert in my car because I was singing so loud and I had released myself of the shame and the guilt and the punishment. Here I am on a podcast talking about it, broadcasting it. But at the time, there is something about not wanting to go ahead and release. It's like we suffer while we wait for someone else to forgive us. We suffer because we're afraid they won't forgive us. But really, forgiveness is something we get to give ourselves. And when we do not forgive ourselves, we choose suffering because we're waiting on someone else to relieve us of the guilt and the shame and the mistake and then whatever it may be. The, you shouldn't have said that. The, why did you do this things? I, you did this 10 years ago and I'm still hurt about it. And I think suffering is a symptom of a lack of forgiveness for ourselves a lot of times. And then of course, I mean, it, it can be a lot of things, but in this specific context, for me, it really was a lot about forgiveness and acceptance and acknowledging that you too make dumb mistakes. And thank God everything worked out so that you could just learn this lesson and work through it. And and that's the lesson I wanted to share with that I want to share with you today. And I hope that it blesses you. I hope that next time you are playing it forward, you're going into the future and imagining what is going to happen and what is this conversation going to be like. I hope you choose forgiveness for yourself instead of suffering. Because when we self-flagellate, I think that's the right way to say that word. I learned it in a book, so I don't know if I'm saying it out loud right. But when we beat ourselves up in our minds, everything in our body starts to respond to that. And it just is such a drainer. And we're doing it to ourselves And it is part of the human condition, I think. But here the change for me is I have to step forward and say, I've made the mistake. What will be, will be. 
I'm going to do everything I can to make it right. And if this person accepts it or doesn't accept it, that is up to them. I'm, I have asked for forgiveness and now I must forgive myself for doing this. And that's the part of the change that is inevitable. We will always make mistakes. We will always have to learn lessons. And will we take the step forward to now accept the lesson or will we stay in suffering where we must beat ourselves up over this long enough for someone else to release us from the mistake that we've made so that now they open up the prison bars and we allow ourselves to be free of the guilt and shame because they have released us from it. When really forgiveness is an inside job first and it is the best thing in the whole dang world when someone else forgives you. Don't get me wrong. But that is allowing someone else to control you and how you feel if you have to be reliant on their forgiveness. So my friends, I share this with you today. I hope that when it's time, you will not choose suffering like I did on my car ride. I hope that you will choose forgiveness of yourself for whatever it is that you've got going on it. You will do your part to make amends. I think that's an important piece to being able to forgive yourself is making amends and trying to make it right. And the next time you feel like you are in the thick of change and it's painful, absolutely change can be painful. Pain is part of the human experience, but whether you stay in it and suffer, it's up to us whether we want to do that or whether we want to move forward and just really propel through it. And my hope is that you propel through it. See you next week. Thank you so much for being here. I hope that my heart has touched yours just a little bit today because that's what I'm hoping for. Enjoy. I'll see you later, my friends. 